Hello, and welcome to the Walk and Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we're going to talk about simple money, rich life. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. The Walk and Love podcast is a weekly conversation between Brooke and I about rhythms, faith, emotions, parenting, finance. Today, it's a place where we laugh and sometimes cry as we try to find language to live a full life. Mm, and if you like your listening to line up with your living, you're in the right, in the right place, place, baby. baby. <laughs> hey, baby. Brooke, I have some big news. Okay. The Moms on Maui summer dates yes. are live and... This will be the last Moms on Maui of 2024. So super stoked about it. Yeah. And it's just an incredible experience. I mean, you can tell people about it more than I can because I'm not allowed to You're come. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's so fun. It really is. So we've got um, two back-to-back weeks up of dates in July. So it's July 11 through 16 and then 18 through 23. So you can apply for which week works for you, or you can apply and check both boxes and say either works. Yeah. I just want to be there. I'm just, I'm so excited about doing Moms on Maui again this year, because obviously last year when I did it, it was great. It was fun. It was all the things, yep. but I feel like since then I have learned a lot and had yeah. some more ideas and I have some surprises up my yes. sleeve and I'm just like, let's do it. Yeah. There are literally boxes of goodies around us right, right now for Moms on Maui. Yes. The, the April ones that are coming out. Yes. But the July dates are live. You can find those at walkandlove.com slash moms on Maui or go to the show notes mm-hmm. or just go to our website and click on moms on Maui. Yeah. Uh, apply today because spots are extremely, extremely yes. lemonade. Lemon, lemonated? Lemonated. Limited. Yes. Uh, so yeah, go apply today. That was one of the <laughs> big jokes. Week one of moms on Maui. We were, okay. t- we were talking about something, probably okay. the coffee shop we tried to go to, which was then closed. And then I was trying to figure out something with dinner and like the website was unhelpful. Like typical Maui. We're like, oh, I got a typical Maui story. Nobody knows anything. They might be open. They might be closed. (laughs) Who knows? Will they serve your table ever? Who knows? Like that kind of a vibe. And so I was like, Maui baby. And like was kind of joking. That phrase stuck. Okay. And so then it was insert anything, baby. baby. And it was like very like, I was describing the, the person I picture saying that okay as like i feel like we shot a lot of weddings where that guest was there he was an uncle yeah but he's not quite that old he was more like the he's in the outer ring of the college friends you invited and you're like well we can't invite this whole table without inviting you know who and he's like kind of country club but kind of jersey and you're just like oh gosh yeah he's here yeah so 700 times i bet something was said Insert anything. All right. Podcast, baby. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm here for it. It was dumb. It was real dumb. That is dumb, but I love it. So, (laughs) when we say we have a typical Maui story, so we have uh, butt clenchers staying in the house right now. Mm -hmm. And last night they were, we were just, they had just gotten in. They're exhausted, but we're just trying to keep them awake. Cause if you go to bed right when you get in, you'll wake up at 2 a.m. and no one wants that. So, we're just chatting, getting to know each other. And, they asked like, what's some, is there anything you miss about? Like they were just kind of shocked how far, like how isolated the islands are, you know, especially like when you're flying and you see the little flight tracker (laughs) thing on the screen and you're just like, gosh, we are out here. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, I was like, well, yeah, and, and that's what causes some people to leave. They get island fever and they want yeah. they, they just can't take it. Like they need things closer nearby. Yeah. We personally have not felt that. Mm-mm. I think that's partly because we do get to travel occasionally and go to the yeah. mainland. And stuff. If we'd been here over two years and still hadn't left, I'd probably be feeling that. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Um, but I don't know if that's the island's fault. That's yeah. just like, I haven't gone anywhere, yeah. which I would feel. Yeah, because like you think about the last time you went to visit someone in another town over or like yeah. an hour away, we don't have like that doesn't exist here. Right. Unless you get on an airplane and fly to Oahu or the big island or something. Right. So they were asking us, like, is there anything that you sort of miss about <laughs> mainland life? And you know, outside of friends and family and that kind of thing, I, I yeah. said the the number one thing, which like it's not even that big of a thing, but like no, the thing it's I real. think about most frequently is like one options, you know, yeah. like <coughs> we have three stores we can shop at yep. target walmart costco mm-hmm. um we have maybe four restaurants that we can go to you know that are affordable for our family mm-hmm. and so like there there's just aren't a lot of options there, yeah. there are a lot of restaurants on maui right a lot of them are nice they're but, geared towards tourists yeah. who are on vacation yeah 100 yeah. percent. yeah and tourists on vacation well, money vacation yeah. money's not real yeah it's, it's great not real. yeah and we so go on vacation i miss options yeah and then I miss the speed that the goes speed along with those options. That, like that's the, how I feel. There is like specifically in food service here on the island, it is slow. Like I asked them, they they went from the airport to Chick Fil A before they came here. I said, yeah, how was your Chick Fil A service? And they mm-hmm. said it was so slow. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's pretty typical. Maui baby, Maui baby. Which like there's an <laughs> there's a lesson in that if you're willing to I know learn she it, yeah she was immediately like we need to slow down it's fine we're on island time I'm like no because if your fries are cold that is different than island time like those are two island different time things is great stop confusing them cold fries no not bueno. great so there are times where you go to a food service industry and you're just like I I like and we're prepared we're ready I even know it's we're ready be for the slowness slow. of service or the, you know and, and Whatever. And mm-hmm. so, but I, I, I would also kind of argue that like that's sort of like happening on a larger level now. Like, I mean, maybe I wouldn't, I don't know if slowness is part of the larger level. Like lack of lack of good customer service so, is very yeah. real, but sometimes like, they're still mean and fast. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the question, so would which you would rather, you take? Would you rather have mean and fast or slow and Probably. Nice? Oh, it, well, yeah. it honestly depends on like, it, it does depend on the situation. Yeah. How many kids, how hungry. Yep. Cause I can handle a rude, well, actually they're not even rude. They're usually just like robots who aren't yep. there. Not literally robots. This is my theory. There's three types of people that people, work in customer service. Yeah. There are the diamond in the roughs that are oh. just pleasant. Sally's. The, the Sally's out there just working their tails off to get they're you the, the best. food that you want. It's when you say, I want to talk face. to your manager cause you're actually doing your job yeah. well. The Sally's are great. There's the, um, what I call the Gen Z robots mm. where you're unsure if this person is programmed or <laughs> if they're real, they're not mean. No, but they won't look at you. They won't look at you. They're super monotone They're pretty and mumbly. they usually mess up your order. Yeah. So yeah. Cause I mean, robots, I don't know. I, we gotta be kinder. Yeah. Robots we better can't. be kinder. I saw this documentary called the creator. Um, <laughs> and then there's like the actively hostile, right? terrible, like yeah. you're already mad at me and I just showed up. Are you upset yeah. that I'm ordering yeah. from your restaurant, yeah. providing part of your job? Sorry. So I'll take the Gen Z robot any day. Yes. And, and, and it's not specifically Gen Z, but a lot of the sort of yes. in that era. 
Um, so we mm. go to, so here's my Maui. So here's my Maui story. Brooke <laughs> has a favorite things party to go with the big girls, which yes. they absolutely loved. At the time of their lives. So I'm home with Daisy and I think I really want these pepperoni pizza rolls <laughs> from this pizza shop here. Yeah. We usually order takeout. Food is delicious. We mm -hmm. always enjoy it. And I decide I'm just going to go and I'm going to sit with Daisy and like, yeah, because they do have like a little outside we're place. We're going to go on our first date and it's going to be great. And she's Aww. just like, she's just the best right now. Yeah. She just says all the words and has a hundred percent. Yeah. So we get there. Ladies, super nice. Oh, I she's have a Sally. You know, who I'm she's, talking about. I know exactly who yeah. you mean because I'm literally hey. like, how can I tip just you? Yeah. And how can I tell somebody you are doing a fantastic yeah. and job? And she's young too. She's very young. Yeah. And that's so, why it, so it stands out. She's got but, the big eyelashes, uh -huh. real little dark yep. hair. She's cute. Yep. Big fan. So, yeah. So she, she's confused though. <laughs> she's like, is it, is it just the two of you? And I'm like, yeah, just the two of us. Oh, okay. Well, come on in. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and so yeah. the water table. And then she's like, no, it's just the two of you that are sitting here. <laughs> and I'm like, she's like waiting for you to spring 20 yeah. minutes later on her that like, Hey, the rest of my family yeah, arrived. No. And now we need to switch tables. No, I'm just like, yeah, it's just the two of us. So she sits down. <laughs> I can see all tables in this area. Right. There, there's no hidden room. No, it's one room and there's, I don't know. Yeah. Just from a glance, there's maybe 15 tables. There's two other ones. There's one family is, is finishing up. Uh-huh. One person, there's another couple, there's another group of three sitting and it looks like their food is almost there. Okay. And then there's another family that just sat down. Okay. Maybe a few minutes before me. Okay. So we sit down. 10 minutes go by. Literally, because I checked your timestamps yes. on your text. And finally, the waiter, who I can see the whole time. Yeah. Right there. Clears day. Yep. Here, here I am. And maybe he didn't know. Maybe he thought more people were showing up. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. He's like, there's got to be more people yeah. than this. This doesn't make any sense. Um, and so he finally comes up. He's like, hey, can I get you guys drinks to get started? And I'm like, I'm just going to order. I just want to get ahead of this. Yeah. Uh, this pace. Yeah. You know, because. We're uh, ready. We will take our desserts and our check right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm here with a two-year-old. Yeah. Like there's definitely a time limit yeah. to which she will be entertained and like, hundred percent, or just like not, I want to get up and run around. So I'm like, mm -hmm. here's what we want. We'll take some waters. He says, thank you. Very kind. Nice. He was. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but we're sitting on the, we're sitting outside. It's like an outside inside type place. Like, but it's like, it's open. It's open air. Mm-hmm. Mail trucks are going by, trucks are going by, a fire truck goes by. Wow. Daisy is having the time of her life. People are running. There are people on bicycles, there's, motorcycles. Yeah, it is a busy street. Um, dogs. Mm -hmm. Dog? Pet? <laughs> hug? Bite? Ow. No. Ouch. That's how she talks right now. <laughs> and then the fire truck goes by with the sirens on, and she's like, ooh, scared me. Like, well, I'm like, Daisy, what sound did it make? Whoa. <laughs> and she puts her hands up while she does it. So we're sitting there for about 25 more minutes. Mm -hmm. And then the waiter comes back up and goes, you guys don't have your food yet? <laughs> and I'm just like, hold on. Yeah. This isn't a 50-person staff here. Yeah. Who Where like have... someone else is, del you know, sometimes that happens. Yeah. Someone else delivers the actual food. Like, who would have brought us our food? Right. I, I'm pretty sure that's your one of your jobs. <laughs> and I'm like, no, we don't. <laughs> I'm like, no, we ate it. We bust our own tables. We put everything away. I actually washed the dishes in the back and we just came yeah. back out here to sit and drink our waters and watch the fire trucks go by. And he's like, oh, okay, uh, I'll be right back. I'm like, all right. 
So he comes back and I, again, do I want to give him the benefit of the doubt? Absolutely. Do I think he totally made this up? 100%. (laughs) There is an error because at this point, three other families have sat down, one of which has already gotten its food. So like they came in after us, they ordered after us and they got their food. Right. He comes up and says, Hey, the printer malfunctioned. And so the kitchen never got your printing slip. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> and yeah, there's because of the grace well, the of the printer God, works for all these yeah, people. That's 100% <laughs> what I want to say. But because I just want to be like a kind, loving, joyful yeah. human, I keep those thoughts on the inside now. There was a point in line where DJ would have said that with his outside voice. So yeah. praise be. Um, <laughs> and so he's like, we'll be out in 10 minutes. It's probably another 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was fine. But it was just You didn't like, really have anywhere else no. to be. It's just, just like not the most it. enjoyable yeah. experience. Yeah. And I was just enjoying Daisy talking about the trucks and the things and stuff. But I was just like, man, that was painful. Yeah. Like that was pain, uh, painful. Yeah. And <laughs> painful, baby. And it's painful because I can see the speed at which he's moving from table to table. And mm-hmm. I'm like, just a little bit of hustle. And I think everyone yeah. here would like you. There's a part of me that feels like it, to people listening, you're like, okay, you know, like not everything has to be efficient no, and you need to slow down yeah, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I don't think you understand how actually physically slow people move here. <laughs> like it literally blows my mind that it's even possible. Yeah. Like I could not, I said to somebody the other day, I don't even know what it was. I think we were at the shops at Wailea. We were probably getting acai bowls and somebody was doing something. And I turned and I said, dead serious. I do not think I could walk that slow if I tried. Yeah. And like, I think that's because I am I, not joking. I think that's because I was raised by Cindy Macedas world record in the airport walk. <laughs> what do you gate, think the world? Well, I guess it would be just as fast air, as the 50 gate airport walk. The terminal to terminal. Yeah. Cindy's got it. A to Z. hundred percent. She's yeah. got it. She's got that lockdown. Yeah. You got to carry a roller board with one extra bag attached. Right. You're not beating there. Right. And she's in work shoes. So mm-hmm. I can give that. her a run for her money, but her stamina, she might out, <laughs> she might out me. I might like, if we're going gates tortoise, A to Z. Tortoise and hares situation. He, right. Like I could hold it for a while because I can walk real fast, yeah. but I don't know if I got it in me to make it all the way yeah. to the other terminal. So it was fine. Again, it was fine. Like I'm not, I'm not saying this all to like complain or anything like that. It was just like, it's just one of those scenarios where like, this is happening. This is my life now. And then they're like, how would you like to tip? 25%, 35 (laughs) percent or 45%. Like, well, none of those percents, please. (laughs) Is there an option of like, you know, maybe a discount because we waited so long? Like (laughs) I'd like to check other, please. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like if, Someone comes in after you mm. and orders their food after you and yeah. gets their food after you. Like it should be a restaurant standard that you get a discount. Right. I would like to. Maybe there's like a little leeway based on the table size. hundred percent. You know, cause if it's like a party of eight same, versus a party of two. Same or less. Right. Some, a, something if like if that. If a same or less table orders, you know, and they're not yeah. ordering chips, but they order yeah. like similar styles. Right. It's a lot of it's a lot of things to take track of, but I think with AI I think they on have our time. side, yeah, we can do it. Yeah, I would think so. so um, I forgot to mention the sponsor for two minutes in, but I'm going to hit it now. Oh, the sponsor of the Walking the Podcast, Walter, baby. <laughs> so that's, that's not going to get old. Uh, I love it. I love that for you. Well, um, the best part is that Kim was like. 
She was like, I keep saying it around John and <laughs> it just doesn't he hit. Does, just doesn't hit the same as it did on Maui because they were doing something, you know, and she was like, spaghetti, baby, or like whatever. <laughs> Dead. Crickets. <laughs> silence. She's like, yeah, okay. It's fine. <laughs> it's cool. It's whatever. <laughs> um, you wouldn't get it, John. You weren't there. Geography joke. Love to be a part of one someday. Um, <laughs> so the... <clears throat> Sponsor is always something that we've got going on. If you want to support the podcast, we, yep. we make that possible in lots of different ways. Uh, the way that we're making it possible now is the 25 Teas of Christmas. So every day for 25 days, starting on November 16th at 9 p.m., we will release a new design every day for 25 days. Some of those designs are like throwbacks. Some of them are brand new. I would say it's a probably, lot of them. No, I think Actually, like we did few. the math. Yeah, it's thir- It was like 51. 13 51. are brand new. 12, 12 are, are reprints, repeats, but on um, different colors and things, yeah. probably. Out of those 12, some of them are so old that they sort of feel brand new. Yeah. Um, but how it's going to work is on day one, the first t-shirt will go live. Yep. And it will be up there until it sells out. Right. So it's, it's like not, the tea of the month yeah. where it's inventoried. It's inventoried. So we have a set ready amount. To it's ready to ship that day or the next so day or whatever. you can gamble. Ooh, and Classic pinky arm scenario. We'll get into that. You can gamble and be like, okay, I'm going to wait until two or three are out and then mm-hmm. buy them together. She gone. But it might she, be gone. But if it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. 25 days in a row. And so to continue this advertisement, we're going to give our Mount Rushmore, 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 <laughs> Rushmore. Coco, baby! Of the 25 days of Christmas. Oh, he didn't get electrocuted today? No, he's fine. Yeah. <sighs> Glory be to God. Be free. Be free, little eagle. Be free. My mom said she saw an eagle fly over their house the other day. Oh, wow. I feel like they're, they're, <laughs> what's these laws with these eagles? <laughs> Have you ever seen that meme? It's like, you, know, you spend 30 some years of your life not caring a single thing about birds. And then all of a sudden one day you're like, that's a double cracker hornbill. <laughs> yeah, like, a double cracker crested. Not crackered. <laughs> no, it's very real. Yeah. It's very real. I mean, I've always been interested a little bit. Maybe not interested. I knew about them because of my mother. Like I, like in high school, I remember somebody, I remember in high school being like, how am I the only one that knows the names of birds and trees? This is weird. And then I was You're like, bird watcher maybe I'm Jason. Yes. You're not bird watcher. No. Just adjacent. Well, I was adjacent growing up. And now I'm like. I mean, I have a bird feeder suction cup to our window, yeah. so I'm all in. Um, I'll okay. take two. So 25 Teas of Christmas, your Mount Rushmore of them. Okay. You want to go every other? <laughs> this is really exhilarating audio content. I know, too, but it's fine. Um, no, let's all go go in a row. You go first. Faith Can Move Mountains. New Faith Can Move Mountains oh, design. So good. So good. On what color tea? Uh, it's like a dark grayish tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, I've decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. Oh, Front back design. I didn't put that on my list because I knew it was on yours. Classic TJ uh, style shirt. I love that phrase yeah. and song so much. Um, stay sunny, which isn't for me, but I just love, like the design is yeah. so fun. Yeah. I, I'm not going to wear it, but I think I just. I think you could it. wear it, babe. And then, a, and then one that, that has, that is near and dear to my heart. It says, keep it simple. It's a small print. Mm. But when we brought Walk and Love back, that was one of the three designs that we had. So do not that worry. That was one of the three. You know, that worry. came back. Yep. Keep it simple. And uh, I think everybody on. just got an email about that story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> those are my four. Those what are good. Okay. Mine are, um, can you move your head? Because I can't see what you wrote down. Okay. 
the, is it lilac? Pur- the, uh, some sort of purple. Okay, I love you. Bye. So good. Then the, um, what color sweatshirt is that? Because that's new. Uh, it's like a maroon. But it's, but it's more. Yeah, it's, describe it's, it's, it. It's like a. Describe it for me. Well, what here. color is this t-shirt right here? Turn around and touch that. It's cardinal. Okay, well. It's this kind of cardinal. It's more purpley than maroon. maroon and it's so pretty. so pretty. Stop it. And it says choose joy. Um, that one. I can't uh, see island any designs vibes. right now. Oh, yes. That sage colored one that says walk in love and has the big like islandy print on yep. it. Very, very good. And then probably I, I'm torn. Now I'm, you're I'm changing a, the list I typed out. No, it's just, I'm going to keep the one, which is, what does it say? He will. Yep. He'll make a way in the wilderness. He will make a way in the wilderness. I love it. But equally tied there is the no turning back and the faith can move mountains. But you had those. Okay. So I'm like, okay, they're, oh, yeah. they're so, spoken for. 25 days in a row. If you subscribe on Instagram, you'll get a schedule of them. You'll so actually you see them all and know what's out happening. Your purchases or like maybe pick your one day. Uh-huh. And then we had everyone vote on the second perk because we can't do the day early thing for Instagram subscribers. And when we say Instagram subscribers, we mean the paid $4.99 followers. Yeah. Right. Subscribers. Um, the, so we had, we had, we couldn't do the day early. It was just going to be too much for us to handle. It's confusing inventory and wise. So, yeah. uh, we decided to have you guys vote on the second perk and yeah. the perk that one was a one time 25% off coupon that you That's can high. use on any of the 25 teas of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so you could wait till the end, try to s- grab up a bunch. Yeah. Or that's where it's like, to me, that's so fascinating from just like a human <laughs> perspective of right. like, what do the- you do? What would you do? If I had a one-time code to spend? No, if you like, like how would you shop the 25 Teas of Christmas? <sighs> you love this brand. They're doing this thing. You know they're limited. Some might sell out in your size. What's what's your I move? would probably order what I want when I want it. Just like right away? Yes, because yeah. I, because that matters more to me that I get the ones I actually want. So, but see, I would subscribe. I would want to know what's coming. And then, and then I'm okay if I order three times, like I just, but I want to know what I want. Yeah. The whole, like, I'm going to wait and we're all together to try to save that risky. Yeah. But people do people will save all you can save all you can. Nice. Nice. Diane. I think I would, I would subscribe. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I would rate, like I would have some sort of rating system of like, this is a pull the trigger right away as soon as it's live. Mm. And then like, this one is like, I'll wait to like, like if there was one, oh, like close near, like let's say no turning back. That yeah. one is on day six or whatever. And that's, you're doing yeah, it. Like you're all I, in. I, I am absolutely buying this. You'll one. take two. Then I would look at one through five and oh. say, if day three is still available on day six, I'm going to buy them both. Ooh, okay. That would be my strategy. You got a lot of Cindy energy right now. I do. Yeah. <laughs> She's my mom. Your face. I know when you're figuring all that out. Airport walk. <laughs> um, so yeah. So 25 yeah. days of Christmas. Can't wait for you guys to see him. I'm I'm very proud of the the work that we did to to do these. Yeah, um, and they look good. We, we found some new designers, and we worked with designers and designed some ourselves. And so I'm just like mm-hmm. Thanks, glad man. of the variety and stuff. So mm-hmm. we have a new segment today. I wish I had a sound bite for it. Mm, what could it be? Um, anybody say that? Mm, maybe it could be this one. I go online. I go click, click, click. Kinda. Okay. So the segment is called. I really I'll take not two. know how Netflix works. Right. I think you just. You just ruined our segment. I go online. I go click, click, click. And I'll take two. Mm. How about that? It takes two, baby. Mm, mm. It takes two, baby. Mm, mm. Me and you. It two. takes two. 
So the premise, the, the idea behind this is like something so good, I'll take two of them. Yes. So these are things that we're using in our lives that we use on a daily basis, whatever. So yeah. mine is we have, Brooke has broken four. <laughs> no, three. Three drink. Well, actually Milk one of ours frothers. wasn't ours. No, Matt, it was Matt's. Matt left That it. was the first one that broke. That broke. And then we've ordered two more. And they've both broke. Here's the, here's why though. Because okay. theory. I've, I don't have a theory. I know exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> We put them in the dishwasher and the battery it's doesn't so work. It's so weird. It doesn't work anymore. No. A milk frother, if you're not familiar, is like this tiny little zzz, zzz, contraption yep. that like whips your milk around. But here's the thing. It's not actually whipping. It's frothing. It is a different thing. I like to put sweet cream and things like that on top of yep. my coffees. And so I'm using the frother kind of like a, an electric whisk. Okay. And that's the problem. I'm burning out the motor. Which seems crazy. It like, does seem crazy. I'm like, come on. But that's why it keeps happening. Because if we were only whipping liquid, I think we'd be fine. But that's it. I've never. See, I don't think so. I think they would still break. You do. I don't think it's a quality thing. Okay. Anyways, Trash. We yeah. did take two. Yeah, we took three. Well, we stole one for Matt. He left it behind. So yeah. we used that. And then we, yeah. That's so, a perk of living here. No one expects you to mail anything yeah, back. It's ours. If you it's leave ours something forever. Here, it's ours forever. So Calista, I go through people's stuff and I hide flip -flops it. flip-flops forever. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly which ones you mean. <laughs> um, so anyway, so we were like, how do we make this better? This new drink stir that we got. It's like a rechargeable mini whisk. So you can put the whisk. It works like a zzz thing. No, it has low, medium, well, it has, high. It does. But I mean, it's the same handheld yeah. thing. Except it has easier. the little, you can put the frother attachment on, the whisk attachment on. There's a third attachment that my brain's not remembering yeah. right now. It's great. So I go online, I go click, click, click. And I'll buy two. I love it. Linked in the show notes. It's great. If I remember. Write it down. That's why you have your iPad. Yep. Got it. Mine would be, here's the thing. I ordered it and I literally did order two. Oh. I go online, I go click, click, click. But it, they're not here yet. So I'm a little nervous. To make it your official. Because then I'll I'd be two. like, well, now I'll take four. Because like, I, I would have to double it because <laughs> yeah. I've already got two. I finally, finally, finally ordered. Oh, my word. Green, like greenery garlands for our house. But no, here's the thing. You are. Oh, come no. on. You're yeah. acting like this is the biggest thing ever. Can I remind you that in Pennsylvania, I just bought it fresh every year. And I never hesitated. You... Maybe I hesitated, but <laughs> but I still bought it. Right. I would say that the amount of time we've talked about Garland in my life. Not enough. Is never like enough. if someone was like, hey, TJ, you're going to be 38 years old. How uh, many? You're buying box fans how, how and many, body like, pillows on vacation. Yeah. Let me set the scene for you. Yeah. You're going to be 38 years old. You're going to be married to the love of your life. You're going to live here. Here are two scenarios that I want to <laughs> throw by you. One is you end up living on Maui with okay. you and your family. Wild. Two is you have conversations about buying Garland every single year for about 10 years. Which one is more plausible? <laughs> I'm picking Hawaii. <laughs> yet, yeah, yeah, here we are. We've done both. We've done both. Wow. So Look at us. That's good. Here you go, guy. <laughs> um, I did it, though. I actually did it. Here's the little bit I'm of it. I'm going to laugh when Amazon's like, there's a problem with your order. You've yeah, cannot deliver to your location. Ah! We don't ship here because of some <laughs> chemical in them or something. Hopefully not. Um, no, I finally did it. Here's the funny thing. And I, I'm not exaggerating. This is one of those like, wow, you didn't think of that sooner, Brooke? <laughs> it was only this year that I looked on Amazon. 
No, yes, no. 100%, 100%, a thousand percent. Because all the previous years of living, again, where there's options in Pennsylvania, it was like there was stuff at Target, there yeah. was stuff at At Home, there was stuff at TJ Maxx, there was stuff at every grocery store, uh -huh. real, fake, all the things. I like, I was just picking from what was in front of me, didn't really think about yep. it. And then we moved here and I was like, oh, I'll just buy something fresh year one. And then I was like, doesn't really exist. No. And then year two, I just don't think I really thought about it. And now we're coming, well, it's not really year, Christmas number. Now we're coming up we on our it. third Christmas. And I was like, it's here. It's on the way. I want something green. So it's going to have to be fake. Yeah. And I looked on Amazon and I found something and I actually ordered so two. I, I hope that it's nice. The reviews were good. Yeah. So we shall find out. You did it. World's best cup of coffee. You're doing it, Peter. Okay. And then the last thing that we're going to bring back, but we, but differently. Mm -hmm. So if you listen to the podcast, if you listen to all episodes, we used, we used to do song of the week, mm -hmm. then spot, then YouTube started sort of telling us, Hey, you can't, you know, blah, blah, blah. Copyright. Copyright. And then I think we've had actually a podcast episode taken down because of it. Yes. And so we can't actually do song can't of the week. can't play the songs anymore. So. We're going to sing them. We're, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. I love it. So song of the week is more like, it's, that's just what the segment's called. It's more just like, here's what we've been listening to. Yeah. Some of them will actually add to the two playlists that we have, which you yeah. can find linked in the show notes every episode. Um, but mine are, mine is, it's this new album by this band called the Grey Havens called Come and Behold the Wondrous Mystery. Mm. And it's like classic hymns. Yeah. But they they feel a little modernized, but yeah. not like ruined modernized. Like just <laughs> right. just like sung with like more more like I don't know. They're produced more like modern music, yeah. but then but they've still, kept the they've kept the magic the of yeah. a hymn. Yeah. And so we've I've been playing that little album basically nonstop. Yeah. And it's it feels Christmassy, but it's not specifically Christmassy. Christmassy, yeah. There is a Christmas song on it, mm. but it's good. Yeah, it's just really good. So that's mine. Yeah. Mine is not um, one specific song, but if you subscribe to the Walk in Love Weekly newsletter that goes out on Fridays, I've been talking about them a lot. So discovered a band. It's actually, it's a, like a duo, I think. Mm -hmm. It's two girls. I don't think they're sisters, but beats me. Um, called Moody Judy. M-O-O-D-Y. J-O-O-D-Y. Yeah. Moody Judy. And it's just fun. They're good. It's super fun. Sometimes Taylor Swift vibes, but without all the stuff that comes with Taylor and then um like I'm neutral on Taylor like I'm like oh, yeah. whatever yeah but like sometimes I'm like man I, I said to you the first time we listened to Moody Judy I feel like this version of music wouldn't completely exist without Taylor mm. like she has in her songwriting and just the way just the way she writes her songs I mean she's created this little genre that like kind of she can take a lot of yeah. a lot not all but a lot of credit for and I get vibes of that in a good way for Moody Judy, but it's like fun, lots of vocals. It's just fun. Yeah. Segment's less fun when you can't hear it, but <laughs> just every week it's fun. It's great. It we keep good. listening so to we'll it. We'll link those. We'll put those in the show notes. Yeah. Um, and I think that's it for segments. Yeah. So Brooke, how was your week? Um, good. I think I did a little, did a good amount of work. We had some intense conversations Did this school. week. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, we just, there are times in your marriage where you just have to have intense conversations. Yeah. And it's not like a fun thing. Right. 
not a bad thing. Yeah, it wasn't like... Hard we, is not the same thing as bad. Right, like we didn't get in fights this week. No. We just had like intense sort of like, what's going on? How can we do this well? Yeah. Do we need to recalibrate a little bit? Yeah. How can we be on the same team? Yeah. What are ways we're not working together that we could work together? Mm-hmm. Like I, I would say like the the overall like... How many garlands is too many garlands? Yeah. You know. How many more years are we going to have garland talk? Um, I feel like the overarching theme of the conversations were like, how do we, how do we get on the same page? Like, let's get on Work-wise. the same page. Just or or just all of life. Cause like even the conversation we had last night, oh, true. that was much, that was much more on the personal side, but like, let's yeah. get on the same page. Not that we were on different pages or like, I think, I think there are times in our marriage where we're in different books. Mm-hmm. We're literally like reading two different plans mm-hmm. for our lives. And we're just like, are you talking like that? I'm like, you know, like there's <laughs> right, an element right. of that like, happens. Yeah. We're speaking different languages. We're in different yeah. books. Yeah. And then there are times I think in your marriage where you're like, you're on the same book, but you're on different pages. Yeah. And then there are times where like you're on the same page mm. in the same book and things are thriving and stuff. Yeah. And then I feel like there are times where like, I feel like there's times where all the papers have been ripped out of the notebook and they're in a messy pile on the floor. And so we're like, our pages are actually not that far from each other. They're just scattered. Yeah, that's good. That's how I, that's, that's how what I picture. Yeah. Like we need to reshuffle and organize yep. and pick which page is going to be on top of yeah. the pile. <laughs> and so I feel like our conversations this week were sort of around that. Some of that with work, some of that with personal. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there are times where that just happens and it's neither good nor bad, but sometimes right. it is hard of just like, mm-hmm. you know, like, but that's what marriage is. Like we have yeah. committed to loving each other for all of time. And, uh, and we want to have a healthy relationship where we can communicate clearly and often. And sometimes when you want to do that, you have to have real talk. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of conversations about conversations and like lots of talking about how to talk about is, is often part of that. And that can feel like this is silly. Are we really spending time talking about how to talk about something? You kind of negate it and you try to just jump right into the topic. And sometimes that's not always the most helpful thing. And I feel like one thing that we learned this week, at least about ourselves, was like there are times in life where like let's and we kept using this sort of language and we'll share this. And I'm, I wasn't planning on sharing this, but I think it might be helpful for some of you out there. Let's say you have a long to do list, one through 100, and it's in order of priority. The number one thing is the biggest priority. Yeah. Another, number 100 is the lowest priority. Order garlands, very yeah. low on the list. And so one thing that Brooke and I realized, something that we do is one, two, one through 10 feel daunting and like there's too much at stake. And yeah. so it's like a little bit scary and nerve wracking, but I want to get something done because I want to be productive. And right. Bet, like, I have a pocket of time yes. or this is my time or whatever. And so we randomly jump down to number 37. Yeah. It's and like, we woo, finish woo, it. Boop, we pick that like, one. Okay. That was great. It's done. But that's not like that. Yeah. That's not the number one thing. We did not move the car of one through 10 forward at all. And so the cars are in the same place. Yes. And so then, <laughs> but then we end up doing that like week in and week out. Yeah. And then there comes a point in time where, Oh, now, now I'm frustrated with you or you're frustrated with me yeah. because we have not moved the ball down the road or, you know, like we haven't, moved, right. we haven't moved anything forward that really matters in this season. Yeah. But then we sort of get like defensive, but like, Oh look, I checked all, like yes. I did, I did this, this, and, and this, 42 and 86 and yeah. you know, 101 and just like, that wasn't even on the list. Yeah. And so I feel like that was super helpful for us to sort of, again, have new language 
That's like, okay, here's our list. What matters most, which is something we talk about. Often. We talk about that a lot, and but see, our problem wasn't in determining numbers no, one through 10. It was in we know a hundred percent what is in one through yes. 10 or one through whatever. Yeah. The order of the list was not the issue. It was the, what are we picking off of the list yeah. when we have a moment? And what we were picking was more of just like for our own personal, like gratification in terms of like, yeah. oh, I know if I pick this, I can finish it. And that will give me a sense of accomplishment. Yes. Or which, like time. Yeah. So, in, so it's like, so I got 30 minutes. I'm going to pick a task low on the list. That'll that's 30 take, minutes. Instead of putting 30 minutes in to, to numbers one through 10. Yeah. And a week later, you would have hours into that, yeah. you know, and kind so of that an was idea. really like, I feel like that was super helpful yeah. in terms of just like both, both in terms of like business that we run together, but also like, you know, what's, what's the top thing we're training our kids for right now? Yeah. <laughs> and so like training is a good thing. Like, are we training our kids to like do chores or to like, is there like a certain behavioral, like that thing that we're focusing on mm -hmm. or because that that's hard. Like right. that takes persistence and determination patience. and patience and dedication. And it's like, oh, let me just train them how to like, uh, uh, you know, take out the trash. Right. Or I don't know. You pick something, yeah. pick something that you're like, I mean, they do need to know that, yeah. but that's really not a huge deal. And so, yeah. So, so again, if it's easy for you to name what matters most, but then you sometimes fall into the trap that we did of just like picking what lower priority items in the name of. That completing it or yeah. usability. Yeah. So I feel like our week was sort of centered around that conversation a bunch of different times and then, you know, sort of following through on, okay, if that's what matters most, let's, let's find the time. Let, yeah. Let's get, let's give each other the gift of time. Mm -hmm. Let's work way, work out ways that we can kind of do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because we've had just more things to do lately, yeah. especially with work and with the 25 T's and with Sunny Morrow and with Sunny mm -hmm. Rhythms and, uh, with the new website and there's just been a lot of stuff on the plate. So it's like, it would, it's easy for us to get to have the pages feel scattered Yeah, and bring it. That's a good language too. bringing them back together and reorganizing them. is like, that was what I feel like the conversation did. Yeah. So, it was really good. Other than that, it was just basically a normal week. Yeah. You know, I think so. Daisy learned how to float in the ocean with mm. her floaty. So that was big mm -hmm. for our family. Yeah. So she swallowed about a gallon of seawater, but I think that's fine. Salty Wawa. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah, please um, stop swallowing that much. So we're going to talk about this book today. Um, it's called Simple Money, Rich Life by Bob... Lodich? 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 I've heard about Lodich? this. Uh, how about this one? Are you saying see the world or sea world? No, sure. So uh, our friend Jesse Early, who will be singing at the Christmas extravaganza, get mm -hmm. your tickets now. Uh, if you need a discount code, message me, I'll send you one. Um she was here doing a songwriting workshop and then ended up staying a few extra days and asked if she could stay in her house. And we mm -hmm. said, absolutely, of course you can. And so we're just sitting and chatting and she mentions this book mm -hmm. and you know, we have this rule. That <laughs> my favorite, she, what she said was it's my favorite financial book I've ever read. It's the, actually it's the only <laughs> financial book I've ever read, but. <laughs> and so we ordered it uh -huh. and Brooke started kind of re we ordered on, uh, you know, like a hard copy of it. Mm -hmm. Brooke started reading it. And I've kind of developed this rule that on my bike ride to and from the gym, except on Fridays, I have to listen to an audiobook mm. or something sort of like you know, I have to listen to the Bible or I have to listen to an audiobook. I kind of broke that rule this week by doing the 6 a.m. class because I was just like, my brain is not ready to absorb information, but mm -hmm. I'm going to the normal eight audiobook. So I listened to it. Yeah. And 
this is going to sound weird to say as like a recommendation for this book. Like we haven't done very many podcasts on specific books. No, we so haven't. Like obviously there's a huge recommendation in that. Right. That like. We actually want to talk yes. about it here. But I would, I will say that like, there's nothing in this book that is like. It's going to blow your mind. Breaking rocket science. Right. Like it is pretty simple. Pretty, pretty practical. Straightforward, pretty practical. But what it felt like, especially in the season of life that we are in, as we were reading it, mm -hmm. was like just a nice refresher and like a fresh wave of vocabulary yeah. to talk about money and finances. Yeah. Um, Brooke and I are, we, we come from very different backgrounds when it comes to finances. Um, and I remember this like very specifically, the first time you came over to my family's house. Mm -hmm. It was like a party or something like that. Mm -hmm. And money was starting to be talked about. Okay. Yeah, probably. And I remember like you had this sort of like big eyed look on your face and I was mm -hmm. like, what's going on? She's like, I'm just like kind of amazed how openly you guys talk about money. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I didn't think anything of it Yeah, because that's the way I was raised. Yeah. And, um, and I think part of that is because we, we were raised on support. And so mm -hmm. like, it was very much like our money comes from people who like, yeah. Are trusting God with their money. Yeah. And so like, it was just like an open conversation thing. Yeah. Um, and not that you guys were like secretive about money, no, but it was no, just like, but it still was different. Yeah. Yeah. And so what this book has kind of done for us, at least this year is like, it has allowed us to just, again, come up with phrases and language and conversation topics about money, both in the like immediate mm. and then also like for the future. Yeah. So 100% recommend it. Yes, very much so. Um, and I think today we're just going to kind of share some of our main takeaways. Um, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Um, I don't know. We can kind of ping pong. I'll go first. So I think what, again, you're, if you read the book, you might end up feeling like we did, which is like, wow, there was nothing in there that like, like you said, T, was actual rocket science blew my mind. Whoa, this is going to change my whole world yeah. in terms of finances. However, I do believe that it will change your whole world because 100%. it makes you realize with the language he uses and the stories he tells that doing that hand handling your money well is not rocket science. Right. It's not this thing that's reserved for certain people who only understand it and can afford you know like yeah. all these advisors and all this stuff. Like it's actually pretty simple if we let ourselves believe it as such. But then we have to move forward mm -hmm. believing that and believing that I do have the tools and I do have the knowledge to actually make an impact yeah. little by little by tiny little, little, yep. little, little, little. And so he, he, he has this story is a ton of stories, but he's talking about how like so many of us in our financial journeys, especially if you feel like you are at a place where you're really stuck or like, it's not a great situation, yeah, like you know, like something whatever, like yeah. that. We're just like, you know, you might feel like I've, I've already tried everything. Like mm. you might be at a point where you feel like you've already tried it all. You're going to be stuck here forever. This is your life forever. Mm. And he tells this little story about how just like, if, if the world of finances or whatever is like this keychain with 25 keys on it. Um, and like, you could take that, you could, or, or not even finances, like you could take that keychain with all these keys mm. and you could go from room to room to room in a house in a school or wherever yeah. But only one of those keys is going to open one of those doors. Right. 
And so like you might just not, you just might not have found your key yet for your door that unlocks it for you to where you finally go, I get it now. Like I get it. And this is actually going to like make a change in my life where I, I I now feel like I can make a change in my life, which is just really cool. Cause I feel like I was never really confused about money, but I definitely felt like I didn't have, I felt like my key that I needed to finally unlock the door was some of the language around it. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, I've heard of the snowball method or whatever. And yes, I've heard of this and I've heard of that, but like, none of that really totally applied to where we were at right now. And so it was like some of this light, like that was my key, like the language to be like, here's some of these things which we're going to talk about that are actually (laughs) going to like radically change it for us. And so I, I told a story at, the best is yet to come. And I, I'm pretty sure I've already told it on here. I think Mm -hmm. maybe when we were recapping that, the, that, um, event, but I got it from this book. And so he is talking about it in terms of money. So, I mean, chapter one is literally called the battle is his, but you have to show up. And he talks all about how like something has to be done in life. And he's speaking about your finances before you see the miracle. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they had in the Bible, he tells, he talks about all these different stories, about how like they had to march down into battle. Um, like Judah and Jehoshaphat had to march into the battle against a far superior army before God delivered them. Mm-hmm. Moses had to walk up to the Red Sea, stretch out his staff before yeah. it parted. And then like um, the disciples began distributing the food before it was multiplied to feed the 5,000. And then he tells the story about how to outrun a chariot, yeah. which is the one we've talked about. Yep. And just how like um, in first Kings, we see Elijah do something really crazy, which is where the Lord gave him special strength. The Lord gave special strength to Elijah. He tucked his cloak into his belt and ran, ran ahead of the chariot all the way to the entrance. So the Lord gives him literal superpower basically yeah. to outrun a chariot. Uh-huh. Which like when I picture a chariot running, I picture picture like the Prince of Egypt and how okay. fast they were going in that movie. Nice. Um, I'm sure there's other movies, but that's what my brain pictures. And you I went an animated movie. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. And when I think about how fast that is, yeah. like it's real. Like the Lord really did something there. But what this whole sermon was about was how he picked up his cloak and tucked it in yeah. before he started running. He did what he could. He did the natural so that God could do the yeah. supernatural. And having that language just in life in general. It's why I've talked about it so many times because it reminds me that it, day after day after day after day, when I feel like I'm I'm just doing the natural, is that enough? Mm-hmm. Is that what I'm supposed to be doing? No. Is it all actually going to add up towards something? It reminds me that like no matter what it adds up towards, I still need to do my part. Yeah, and my part will only ever be the natural part. Yeah, I cannot do the supernatural. Yep. So I need to t- stop like subconsciously expecting myself to deliver supernatural results because it's not that's not what we're supposed to do yeah. and it, it's not going to happen. Um, and so I just, yeah, I could talk about that whole story just yeah. on and on and on, but thinking about it in terms of finances was great. Like, you know, cause I wouldn't say that currently I'm in a situation of like crying out, like Lord deliver us from this thing. We have been there though, but we have been there. And yeah. so when I think about that and I, th- <laughs> we, there was a time in our lives where we were running around our house looking for change so that we could pay our mortgage. Right. To go to a Coinstar? Well, yeah. Yeah. So like... <laughs> that was the joke. Do you accept Coinstar receipts? Yeah. <laughs> as proof that we have money. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, 
sort of forget where I was going, but, um, you're not in a scenario where, right. Oh yeah. I don't necessarily feel that now that like I needed that language right now today to figure out some financial situation, but we have been there. And I just, when you're there, I think it's so easy to feel like I just said, like not spending $5 here, canceling a $5 thing there. Mm -hmm. Like it's not going to matter. It's not ever going to add up to anything. It's never going to work. Yeah. We're here forever. It's like, but also that's, that's my, that's the only thing I can do. Yeah. The only thing I can do is the natural, which Mm -hmm. is things like that. Saving here where I can doing this where I can. And then just believing that the Lord will use and redeem all things. Yeah. So, yeah. And so like the, the main sort of overarching theme of the book is earn all you can. Save all you can. Save all you can. Earn all all you can. can. Give, Give all you, you can, can enjoy it all. And so one of the big takeaways for me in the book, again, this one actually, I'd actually never thought about. So maybe this was more of the rocket science top topic, but like normally, like when you're, when you're talking about your finances or thinking about your finances, you're like, okay, how much money do I make? Mm-hmm. How much do I spend? Mm-hmm. What's left over? And where does that go to? Mm. And we have that equation in our lives. We have what we make, what we spend, right? what's left over. And then we have percentages of whatever's left over goes into different like accounts buckets and things, and like things. That. yeah. And so what what he sort of argues or just encourages mm-hmm. um, is why why don't let's not start with how much we make or how much we spend. Right. Let's start with how much we want to give, mm. and let's let's start with with that number first. And 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 lifetime give right. <clears throat> well, or are they not tied no, together? He, he, well, he talks about that too, but he talks about just like what is your giving goal? What mm. what do you want to give away? And so for him. His thing is he gives whatever percentage his age is. So he, if mm-hmm. he just turned 40 something. I think so. So he gives away 40% of his income, which yeah. is, that is incredible. Yeah. And so I remember listening to this as I'm pushing Daisy in the stroller, walking around the loop <laughs> and just asking the Lord, like, okay, what is that number for us? Mm-hmm. What do you want us to give? Like, what what can, and he, and he was like, and honestly, like, don't be afraid to, like make it something big. Like right. don't don't be afraid to make it something that only God can get you to. Right. Which I was like, okay, well, what is that number for us? Mm. Um, and so I, I don't think I'll go into details on the number, but yeah. the number was confirmed a few times right. in very weird ways. Right. After it happened, that I was just like, man, this feels like it's from the Lord. But that mm-hmm. was that was just so helpful to me of like, okay, I'm going to start there, and if I start there and I'm faithful to like trying to make hit that sort of goal, mm-hmm. then the re- I think God will take care of the rest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was like probably my biggest takeaway of just like, man, and, and I've always, I, I feel, I believe that I've always been a pretty faithful giver. Yes. I feel like generosity is uh, something that's important to me and matters to me. And, mm-hmm. and that was like, well, um, like, like my parents did it well. Mm-hmm. My parents are extremely generous. And so I saw it yeah. in my, throughout my whole life. Yeah. And so, but I never had that perspective switch of just like, let's start with that and then worry about the other stuff afterwards. Yeah, it's like then, a reverse engineer yeah. of the giving. And I was yeah. like, okay, well, if I, if I'm going to give this big amount right. per if year, I need to give $10 away. I need to make more than $10. Yeah. Then, then yeah. The, yeah. And so <laughs> yeah. that, that was really kind of for me, probably the biggest takeaway and just like the biggest encouragement. Um, but I will say this, I read, I feel like it was, Blue Like Jazz, Donald Miller's book. Maybe. Where he talks about giving. Okay. Um, and just being faithful with giving and how mm. he like he realized 
during his early Christian life that like he wasn't giving anything away mm. and he had every excuse in the book. I don't right. have enough money. If I do that, I won't be able to pay my bills, all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then he started making a literal jar called God's money. I think this is his, it might not be blue like jazz. It might be his first book. Okay. Um, One of his books. So yeah. you think it's him? Yeah. And he just like started to put money like 10% every week just mm -hmm. in cash in this jar because he was like, if I put it in the jar, that that's a visual representation yeah. of like, this what is, is not my money. Yeah. And then whenever I go to church, I dump it out. Like, yeah. And when I read that book in college, I sort of had every excuse too of like, well, yeah. I'm just a poor college student, all this kind when of stuff. When we're out of debt, yeah. then we'll start 100%. giving. And, yeah. And so let me encourage you today, if you're listening, that like, if, when you start giving, whether it's 10% or more, mm -hmm. you'll start to see God show up in your life. Like just straight. Well, yeah, again, because it's like, what are, what's the, what are the chairs behind and all the excuses of the not giving? You know, I feel like it's this belief of like, okay, so I'm going to do my natural part. And then, but I'm not actually, I don't, I don't believe that the Lord's yeah. going to do the supernatural. Yeah. That I'm going to give my natural part and then be screwed. Yeah. Like, really, I think that's the posture. Yep. I mean, I think sometimes that's a very real feeling posture. I'm not negating the feelings that surround that, but just like, yeah, like it can feel so scary. Yeah. But like, again, like if you picture yourself, <laughs> you pick whatever scenario you want, mm -hmm. that's like you not tucking in your cloak, you not raising your hands yeah. to part the sea. Like yeah. you have to do. Mm -hmm your part before so the Lord can show up then. Yeah. And I think what we learn when we like as a poor college student who was eating like peanut butter out of the jar for meals, mm -hmm. like I learned in that season that like it mattered like mm -hmm. to, to grow, to be sanctified and to grow in my Christian faith and my walk with Jesus, mm -hmm. that 10% as a poor college student showed what mattered most. Like mm -hmm. it, it was a, it was a physical representation of, of something deep in my soul that yeah. I wanted to trust Jesus with everything. Yeah. And one of the th hard things to trust him with at that point in life, because I didn't have very much mm. was money, <laughs> Yeah, you know? And so yeah. as you know, I, I'm no longer a poor college student. Right. And so, but I still have that sort of same attitude that like the, the, the giving is non-negotiable, no mm. matter what scenario we find ourselves in, no matter how business dips or the yeah. ebbs and flows of life, or like even the month we were at Coinstar trying to pay our mortgage, <laughs> like that doesn't, like we still gave through all those seasons. And, right. and I think what that shows is like a faithfulness to Christ and to mm. God that like, and if we're faithful when we are eating peanut butter and don't have very much money, mm. we can remain faithful when we hopefully have more and, you know, can give more. Yes. Yeah. That's talked about in the book. Like just that concept of, you know, it's a chapter called money is a terrible master, but a great servant mm. and talks about how like money, uh, I think he's quoting somebody else when he says this. Yeah. Um, he is. Cause it's in like, it's like centered in italicized. It's an italicized, um, that money amplifies your character. It's that simple. It allows you to repeat your ingrained habits easily. It has no judgment. It just enables you to be more of you. Yeah. I'm like, oof. Yeah. Oof in a good way too. Yeah. Like, yes, I a hundred percent believe that, that like it does it, you know, money is not good or bad. Yeah. It's amoral. Just, it's just money and you can do with yeah. it as you will. And as you believe you should do with your money, 
And so like, it just enables you to be more of you. And so when I think about people in my life that I know who have a lot or have a little, who are super generous or not generous, like I could go on either extreme of a Mm -hmm. bunch of different scenarios. And I just, I find that to be true every time. hundred percent. Like, cause that doesn't mean that somebody with not a lot of money, I feel like it's amplifying them in a bad way. I'm just like, and yet they're still giving. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it can go either way, but it just, it really does. It, it amplifies your character. And so like so many things, if we can start small sooner, yeah, like why not? Yeah. And and just have the sort of posture of the heart that it all belongs Mm -hmm. to the Lord. Yes. That's been a big change. I think for us over the last decade is that like, he talks a lot about that. Is that just like, we, you know, at first it was just like this sort of like grinded out, like Mm -hmm. I need to take this money and put it in a jar Mm -hmm. because I like, if I don't do that physical step, yeah, I'll sort of like come up with the reasoning to like back keep it where out it is. Of yeah, that step. Yeah, and as you and, and and so that's like the early state. That's like the early montage of training of just <laughs> like oh wow this like you know or like yeah. the uh, you know teenage movie where it's like she's taking off her glasses. She's pretty now. <laughs> like it's like this sort of, sort of like early thing. Yeah, that you're just like oh you just have to like grind it out a little bit mm-hmm. and then once you do the muscle memory kicks in and you're yeah. able to do it like maybe a more automated or whatever, but like, yeah. the, but that process is needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so while money highlights your character, you can also change your character. Like mm-hmm. the Lord can sanctify you and change yes. your character yeah. and make you more like him through mm-hmm. the power of his Holy spirit. Yeah. And so we don't have to stay where we once were. Mm-hmm. We are now being ushered into a new person because mm-hmm. of Jesus. Yeah. And so, while it started out as a grind right. early in college, uh, you know, as I, I was first starting to take my faith very seriously, mm-hmm. what it's turned into is a joy. Mm-hmm. Like it is a true joy to be generous. Yeah. And it's like, I actively look for ways to do that. Yeah. You know, like, it's not just like, oh, well, yeah, like it's automated. It's like, mm-hmm. it's part of life. Like that there, there comes a point, I think, where you turn a corner of like the, I've got to put it in the jar to like, I can't wait to put it in the jar. Mm-hmm. I need a bigger jar. Yeah. And that's really fun and exciting part yeah. of life. Yeah. And I feel like that's what I was modeled really well by my parents. Mm. Yeah. That like, you know, we were poor at some points, mm-hmm. probably poorer than I realized as a kid, but right. like there was always a spirit of generosity flowing through our house mm-hmm. via my mom and dad Yeah, um, and what they wanted to do with their money and their time and stuff. And so right. I want to have that as well. Yeah. Mm, that's good. You were talking about like what matters most. We were, I mean, we were talking about it earlier with like our lists and our yeah. conversations throughout the week. And then you had just mentioned it now. And so one of my other big takeaways, which is really just a version of what matters most, yeah. but I had never applied that thinking, which I literally teach on yeah. in home joy. Like it's a but whole, you can, now. you can, you can pre-order it. It's fantastic. There's like a whole module that walks you through it and why it is so insanely helpful, even in the most like silly, simple day-to-day things. I had never truly done it around money and finances because in my mind, it was like, well, what matters most is paying our mortgage, yeah. paying our insurance, like blah, 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 like stuff that that's not really what matters most. That's more of just like a that just it. I mean, I, I guess it could be at a point in life what matters most. Yeah. Like literally, what matters more than anything is that we pay this mortgage every month. Yeah. Um. But I, what where it rocked my world was more in terms of like, 
really extra spending, but just like those non, what would you call it? Like, yeah, so like, like so, in our app, like it's not a predetermined amount. Yeah. So like, he like talks groceries about, fluctuates, yeah. things like that. The fluctuating categories. He talks about this in the book that like he has the like, He's got a name for it that I can't think of right now, mm-hmm. but this sort of like tons of helpful language and we, diagrams and stuff in the book. We both lost our jobs mm. and our income went to zero. Yeah. What is sort of like the baseline? This is the lowest we can get our budget to survive. Right. Like he's got that number figured out. And he asks you to figure yeah. it out, right? So that you have a perspective so, shift. So yeah. there's obviously that sort of like baseline of like, this will pay for my. Yeah. Housing, my food, my like, yeah. And then everything above that is like, these are things I just enjoy. Like, this is stuff I like to do. This is like, and he frames all that stuff so well where you don't feel (laughs) guilty for being like, well, I I enjoy that kind of thing. And I actually want to spend my money on that, you know? And so you're talking about sort of like above that line. I'm talking about above that line and also in categories in terms of like a budget or an app where like, you know, you and I know T like every month, what the insurance, what the, this, what the water, but like, we kind of are like, it's always this It's like a predetermined number. And then there's the category of like food, household essentials, maybe kids clothes, depending on who needs shoes this month. Like that, like, you know, ebbing flowing category that like, we're trying to keep it under a certain number, but there's no like hard number that just comes out of our account because it went through on the 15th kind of a thing. So the determining what matters most to me, again, to me, not to you, to me, because you're supposed to do it too. Like in that area was super, super helpful. Cause it's my example feels silly, but it's not because it worked. He's telling what is it? Garland. No, it's not Garland. Um, <laughs> what matters most? Um, he just talks about like how to spend more on what you love. Yep. That like, first of all, it's okay to love stuff and to want to spend your money yep. on it. Like we need to, we can let go of this like guilt of like, I actually like things in life and I'm going to spend my money yep. on the things that I like. Like I really love going to the gym and doing CrossFit and lifting. And yeah. so I've spent money on new shoes right, and new lifters right. and wrist straps right. and hand like and that kind of stuff. But it matters to you. Yes. And so if, you know, if you're presented this scenario over and over of like, do you want to choose to spend your money on this? And it's all those things you just mentioned, or do you want to choose to spend your money on this? You know, in that moment, yeah. well, I actually would like to have money left over to buy shoes or to yeah. buy this or to buy that. Yep. And so for me, my silly, and it, it's worked in a lot of ways for me, but my example is that I'd have all the kids in the car, we'd be out doing stuff and they'd yep. be like, we want chocolate milks. And so I'd be like, sure. And we would go through Starbucks. Again, it's not even like hundreds of dollars right. or anything. But when it switched for me of like, does this actually matter to me? My like core values, who I am, the season I'm in, what I'm training my kids to do, like insert all these other areas where I'm very intentional in life. Mm-hmm. And I like, and I know all those things and I know what I'm working towards. Like does going there frequently support that version of who I'm trying to become and what yeah. I'm trying to do? And I was like, no. A thousand percent. No. And that's an easy answer because what, what I actually, what I cry over at times, what I like, you know, when I really think about like, Oh, I wish we had money for like, if I could say, you know, finish that sentence, it's things to do with our house. Mm -hmm. Like what drives me bananas, what make, what I wish I could have things like that. Like where I get all discomforty and swirly over things Mm -hmm. is in that area. And so I, it was this silly, simple realization of like, Hey, if I just don't go to Starbucks, unless I have a gift card or it's a right. business purchase, like, because it, 
I'm realizing it actually doesn't really matter to me. It doesn't really matter to 80 year old Brooke. Mm. Like, and again, I'm not saying that you can't, yes. that everything has to go right. through a filter of like, what yeah. do I want when I'm 80? Yeah. Cause then I would never buy anything perishable or anything. Yeah. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But like, really though, money on things like that right now does not matter to me. Mm. And so I, I, it was so easy to stop doing it. Yeah. I dropped that habit so fast. Yeah. So you buy Garland. So I could literally I have enough money in the fun account to buy a garland yeah. months later. Yeah. And I'm so pleased with that purchase. Hopefully I haven't gotten it yet, but <laughs> the reviews were good, <laughs> you know, because I was able to let the other thing go. And so like, that seems kind of simple, mm-hmm. kind of like, duh. Yeah. But like when I was able to really picture something that was easy to drop so that I could pick up something else financially, like yeah. it made it. And now I even do that all the time. Like yeah. I can do that. I can filter Again, through that. Yeah. You're, so quickly over and over again, when right? I'm at the store or I'm ordering something, I mean, I went to TJ Maxx yesterday with Daisy to look for Christmas puzzles. And of course ended up with like seven things in my cart. And I very quickly put three or four things back right before we rounded the corner to check out. Yeah. Because that was, a, this has nothing to do with this book, but that is how I have, it, that helps me shopping like that. Mm. If okay, I, well, let's, let's switch from the book then to like, do you, the only last thing was okay. the never 100. Yeah. Which is again, it's just, is not rocket Duh. scientist. But the idea is like never spend 100% of your budget. Just don't. Or never spend no, spend 100%, 100%, 100% of what of them, you make every month. You make every month. If you do that. You will have leftover. Yeah. And then you can figure out what to do with <laughs> and it. And then if you do that for 20 years, you'll have a lot left. Over. Like, yeah. and so it just, it's again. It's not rock inside. But, but saying never natural. 100, like we've, we've looked at each other yep. and said, hey, never 100, yep. like a few times. And it's like, oh yeah, that's why we're doing all yep. this. That's why this matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so outside of the book, which again, we'd recommend the book. I think it's. It's simple well, yet think, refreshing to just like, yeah, just to. I mean, this is like his ministry. Yeah. He has, I know he has a podcast and I know he has a blog and he has online courses. Seed, like seed, like you plant in the ground. S-E-E-D, time, money, podcast. You know, 50 million readers on his blog. Like he is a big deal yeah. in the Christian financial world, I think. I've never heard of him, <laughs> which I think is great. It's the best finance book I've ever read. Five stars. I'm going to leave a review. It's the only one. It's also the only finance book I've ever read. Um, but. but yeah, it's just like a nice, simple, like refreshing, easy to digest yeah. language building finance book. It is. I think that's the tagline. <laughs> right. And so if I picture- This just in. This just in. Some people know how business <laughs> is done. done. Yeah. <laughs> if I think about this, back to the thing I said at the beginning, using it the using the concept a little differently- if I think about this book as being handed a keychain of 25 keys, there's 25 places I could start. There's 25 yeah. doors to unlock. It was like this helpful, like, okay, I have this keychain now and I'm just going to pick a key and open that door yeah. and I'm going to start there. And, and then it's been easier yeah. to like unlock other things and, moving forward. This is this like so silly. And we've, and because Brooke and I like laughing so much, we end up using phrases that are really real to us. Actually helpful. As yeah. like it, to make us talk about well. depreciation. <laughs> yes. Oh. Well, no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> that, that one is good too. But like, we make our own milk every week. Right. Coconut cashew milk. Right. From the almond cow. Yeah. And so you get about four bottles of milk out of it. Yeah. And then the fifth bottle is like a little bit grainy, a little. It's bit, just very textured because yes, like of because of the ingredients yeah. in it. But I've said. Save all you can. Save all you, you can. Know? As the <laughs> chunky yeah. coconut stuff and is so falling out of the bottom. I put it into a jar and then I like strain it strain a bunch of times. Jar a bunch of times. 
And it like takes me a few extra minutes, right. but it's like this. But you actually end up with more milk. You really do. Yeah. More so usable goes, milk. It goes longer. We don't. And do it does, it feels silly, but it's not yeah. like you add all that up. And I'd say every month, that's an extra few jars, yeah. like full, complete, like jugs mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Yeah. And so, okay. So outside of the book, what are like some of your simple, like you just said, you shop and put oh. seven things in the cart and take three out. Right. What are some like simple things that you do in the world of maybe find, mm. saving money, earning money, just money in general that you yeah. think is super helpful? Well, we talk nonstop about the app formerly known as Digit. Yeah. Opportune. <laughs> it's now yep. Opportune. That we don't use it as much as we used to, right. but I feel like that's because it was our way of grinding it out and having the muscle memory yeah. to now implement a system differently, yeah. which works for us now. But it was so... We still do use we it. We still do use it, but not as much, not as yeah. heavy, heavily as we used the to. The digit takes money out of your checking account. It, it, you it, link it. it, it, it learns, it's smart. There's a robot in it there. It learns your spending and your your earnings and all this kind of stuff. Yes. And so it just, and, and you set goals and it just pulls money out of your checking account slowly. And then all of a sudden, six months in, you've rate, you've, you've saved you're like $500 for your Christmas gifts. And yeah. You're like, or you're like, I have $2,500 in this account for yeah. a family vacation. Yeah. How, how I thought we wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. It's like, the, I thought we couldn't survive yeah. without it. And so it just does, it, it does. It moves like, it so small and yeah. simple. And obviously really, that depends on sort of how big your goal is. Like how de- quick. Yeah, how quick you things. want it. There, there are some determining factors in there. Right. But it like if it's a realistic goal within what you think you can do, yeah. it's super good and it's a great app. Because it takes it out of yeah. sight, out of mind. Yeah, that's and a so, huge one. And then we use the budgeting app Copilot. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll try to, I'll, let me make a note to link these. Yeah. Um, and that one has been, that one's just super helpful. That's like the on one you've, you've stuck with the longest. Yep. You like and that I've one And I've tried a bunch of them and I the Copilot one is... Your personal uh, favorite. Yeah. yeah. I started this a long time ago. I mean, I remember, I think I only had Sunny at the time. It was this silly little thing where I thought I was like at a Target trip and knew in my head, hey, try not to spend more than you need to. Yeah. Like uh, like every trip, right? You go in thinking that, hopefully, unless yeah. it's like a gift card and you're like, this is amazing, <laughs> you know? But I did something I had never done before, which is I went through the whole store and everything that I saw that I was like, oh, about, or maybe yeah. not everything, but like yeah. to the point where I was actually like, man, should I really spend money on that? Would that be helpful? I think I put it in my cart and I moved on. I kept walking. I kept walking. And then I had this little spot. I can still picture it in the lit. It's target where I would pull my cart over in the like big girl section. <laughs> Some employee is going to be listening to this and be like, You're it was the you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I had this place where I would like pull over because it was a visual way to represent like it's hard for me to know what matters most going into a target trip mm-hmm. when I don't see everything. Like once I saw everything that piqued my interest or that I actually needed the real groceries that yeah. were on my list and I could see it all in a cart at once, yeah. it became very obvious what rose to the top and what I could let go. Mm-hmm. And it was so much better than like me doing my loop only picking things on my list. I mean, there's certainly times where I do a target trip and I literally, there's nothing off my list that that happens. I'm talking about when you have like a little more room, but you're trying to like not do that thing where you go to target and spend way more than you should have. Like it was just so much easier to be like, okay, this doesn't actually matter right now. I don't need this. I don't need this many of this. Like, let me come back for this. You, it just was a visual way of, it was just really helpful because otherwise I'd walk through and I'd be four rows over still thinking about the thing four rows back. 
I don't know, can I, should I like whatever. And then I'm trying to check out and then I'm like, I'm going to go back and get it because I'm like panicked. I'm missing out. And now Mm. I'm spending something. I don't like, it was this whole like mental jujitsu of like, what's it going to be? How much am I going to spend? Blah, blah, blah. Instead of just being like, it's sitting in the cart. I'm not buying anything in it. Like it's just in my cart walking with me so I can see it all at once Mm -hmm. and then go, yeah, don't need half this stuff. Okay. And I still do it. That's cool. (laughs) I think one for me, and this is one that I still need to get you on board with is like, the, and there's all sorts of memes and videos about it now of like, uh, the, this money is real. Uh, oh, like cash, the girl math and this and that. If you have cash, it still counts as real money. Yeah. If it's mm-hmm. in your Venmo, it's still oh, the Venmo? real money. Like <laughs> if it's a gift card, it's still real money. Yeah. And so like when you have that sort of perspective, because yeah, I can, I can fall victim to that too. Like, oh, I got, I got, someone paid me in Venmo whatever, like that's just now profit. And it's like, no, yeah, they're paying me back for something I bought. Like, yes. And so like, and I know that people like joke about that and there's all sorts of memes about it, but like, and it's funny because it's relatable, but it's also very real. Yeah. All money is real money. Yes. Except maybe crypto. I'm not (laughs) totally sure. I don't get it either. Um, but if you sort of have that perspective, like there, you'll spend, you'll waste some of that, Mm -hmm. you know? And so like when we have a gift card, like we talk about, are we in a place where we can just use this gift card on something extra? Or is this like a gift card to help us cut down, supplement our, you know, cut down on our cash spend Mm -hmm. and we're just going to buy the necessities with it. And and so that has been very, very helpful. Um, I also like, again, I'll say it again, the Copilot app and the the Opportune app have been very helpful. It's just like a daily, which he talks about in the book a lot, like never fully depend on your willpower. There's a whole chapter about that. (laughs) And then like automate everything you can. And those apps are a version of that automation that just is like, take it off your brain, take it off your plate, decide once how you're going to do something. So you don't decide day in and day out. And I think I've also sort of recently, we should probably end soon. I have to pee uh, so badly. I've sort of decided that like, it's okay to make more money. Mm. You know, I think. Yeah. He talks about that. An element in the Christian world where it's like, um, why do you want to make money? Yeah. What's your motive there? What's up with you guy? You know? And it's just like, it's okay. Like to to want to make more money and it's okay to use your brain and your skills and your abilities to pursue that. Yeah. You know, obviously if that becomes your master, that that's a whole nother thing. But Mm -hmm. like if, if you have a high giving goal and you can't give that much at what you currently make, but you want to give that much, like, I think it's okay to try to make more, Yeah, you know, like if you can do it honorably and, yeah. And kindly and all that kind of stuff. And, and so, know that if, in making more, it will only amplify who you are. Yeah. And like, like yeah. And, and I think Bethke always says that is like, I'd rather have that money in kingdom hands. Mm. And, and so uh, I've felt a lot of peace of that. And it's actually helped me pursue new ideas, yeah. new products, new businesses mm-hmm. in a way that's not like, like, there's no sort of like weird self guilt on that. It's like, right. let's see what the Lord can do with this yeah. and I'll be happy to steward it for him. Yes. And, yeah. and that's been really freeing to me. So those are sort of like mm. some of the more practically things when it comes to money that I've been thinking about. Obviously there's so much you can talk about when it comes to money and finance. Yeah. Uh, I think this book, if you feel like you're at a place where like, especially if you're like newly married and you're trying to figure out how to like live and spend and mm-hmm. work together as a new husband and wife, I think this book is great for that, but it's also sort of this nice refresh on just like, okay, here's how it can work. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> let's, let's say, you're, like, let's say you're at a place of comfortability, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to Coinstar 
but you know, <laughs> but you're not, you know, maybe you're ready to invest in Coinstar. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like maybe you've, you've yeah. jumped to the other yeah. side. Um, but maybe, you know, you're not just buying everything you ever want, but it's like, you're right. in a comfortable place. This is just a nice refresh to sort of paint the perspective of what 50 years looks like from now. And so mm-hmm. what are those small natural things we're doing in the immediate yeah. to get to our goal there or to get to our goal by the end of the year or yeah. to give X amount or whatever. I think this is just a, it's just a fantastic book and I'm thankful for Jesse for recommending it to us. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think team. that's all we've got for you this week. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Thanks for making this part of your week. Okay. okay I, love I love you. Bye. bye.